What's up? What's up, everybody? Hope you have all been well. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the JDB podcast. Today, I want to talk about wiping the slate clean. And what do I mean by wiping the slate clean? Well, what I mean by wiping the slate clean is to go back with basics. And I'm, I don't mean basics like in the way most people talk about basics when it comes to the gym. I'm the bench squat deadlift, you basics. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about going back to the basics with everything, okay? With, with trying to let go of some of life's conveniences, which can turn into distractions. Trying to stop being so over-reliant on steroids or supplements. And almost just take your training back to the basics uh, when you had to rely on you more than anything else. When you were strong, you know, character-wise, you were very strong and you were very disciplined. And I think that one of the problems with a lot of the conveniences and creature comforts with life is they can make us fucking weak. So many times I've had guys in the past that have trained with me that they they have a really good life and money's like no issue, but I can kind of tell that it's fucking them or that they don't really know how to be hardcore. And I'm not like someone in that same situation, but I can relate to that, that as things have gotten better, especially financially, it can make things harder because now you have more options. And you can confuse yourself about what, if you're taking the right way to do what it is you're trying to do. And it can make you soft. It can make you fucking soft. I'll admit it can. It can make you soft. I'm going to go back and, and use myself as an example because I could probably tell my own story better than I could tell anybody else's because, well, it's fucking me. I, start, I got into this when I was really young, all right? And one of the things about getting into something like this when you're really young is you don't really have much money. Other than like what you make at like your your part time job or whatever you can save and like I bought my own groceries, you know I, I traded a bicycle a mountain bike for a, a weight set for my first weight set. This is before I got into like into the gym, but even before that happened, I had nothing but like my bedroom floor and push ups and sit ups and I did have a, a like a weight set. I don't know how many pounds it was. It was like cheap sand filled plates that. Were so common in the in the eighties and nineties. You used to see them in people's houses, like you know, shoved in a corner somewhere or whatnot. But that was it. All right. So I did everything that I could with that, with with the body weight exercises and with that cheap sand filled weight set. It's like I maxed it out. Okay. I took it to the edge. I did everything I could with that. You know, I didn't even really have like a a, a shoulder press station. I had a wooden school chair that came from God knows where. And I could do my overhead presses while seated in the wooden school chair. Thank God the fucker didn't break. I might be paralyzed today, right? I'd be doing a lot more podcasts. All I could do is sit here behind this uh, this mic. But they might not be on bodybuilding. Anyway, then I graduated to a better seated shoulder press. Some padded orthopedic chair that my mom got from the hospital that she worked at that was like just this cow shit fucking green color that got put in my basement along with my ghetto weight set that was like half duct taped together. Like the whole, I swear to God, the whole pad that you lay on, half that pad was just duct taped. I mean, probably three rolls of duct tape went into this fucking thing. And that's what I traded my, uh, my bike for. And on the back of that weight set, 
there was a rusty, like a half rusted pulley for doing tricep press downs with. So in all, <laughs> in all reality, you probably only, you probably only had 20 or 30 pounds on there, but it was really more like a hundred because of the way the thing functioned. It was so fucked up. So anyway, um, God damn it, buddy. I can't do March 17th. I can't. That's one of the fucking days. All right. Never mind. Sorry. Something else. So anyway, it was it was very basic. Fuck. Even the lighting was basic. There was only one light bulb that worked in that fucking basement. So it was just just <laughs> it was just this dim ass dark place. And then like the light bulb lit up the cheap fucking duct tape bench like it was the holy grail. <laughs> That's how I started. That was after the bedroom workouts. Um, and then I finally got into a gym. But <laughs> I'm I'm very fortunate that I did start out that way because I know what it's like to go back to the most basic elements of everything and to try to build back up again and again from that point. And I can also think of the positives that working out like that did for me. And look, I'm not telling you to like embrace being fucking poor. I'm not telling you to trade your bicycle for a weight set or to try to, you know, mimic what I was doing. All right. But. I always think back on that. And I think of the positives that that brought. How I was—I really wasn't distracted by anything. And when it was time to work out, it was time to go to war. There was nothing enjoyable about being in that shitty-ass dungeon basement. All right? Nothing enjoyable at all. And half the time, the corner of the basement was fucking flooded from uh, drainage issues in the neighborhood. So you didn't really want to hang out down there for a long time. But, you know, you could go down there for an hour, lift weights, and uh, and I lifted in the dark, man. You know, I mean, there was a little bit of light from that, that light bulb, but um, yeah, a lot of the workouts were done in the dark. It was not fucking pretty. So I often think back on that at a time when the only thing that was beautiful about it was the work effort that I put into it. All right. And I realized that like this game is not all rainbows and sunshine man you know it's not always about getting your picture taken standing in front of someone's lambo or you know, the matching gym outfit and the big pimp watch you know to go with the arms that you've built up it's not always about that there's a lot of shit that's done in the dark that you don't see and you don't understand and i feel like that a lot of people that come to me that got into this game late when they had all the comforts in life and the money to drop on a lot of things or that, that maybe came from a different sort of lifestyle. Uh, one where they were a little bit more pampered, I shall say they don't understand this and to go to living this way and training like this, it's taking something from them or they don't like the way it feels or it's so uncomfortable that they're just not going to do it. It doesn't feel right to them. Okay. I guess it would be like somebody who. What's the best way to say this? Somebody that truly is poor. Trying to live like they're rich. Right. Like like everybody. <laughs> but no. There could come a point where you might. You might just say to yourself. Dude this feels fucking stupid. I have three dollars in my wallet. And I'm trying to drive a new Corvette. You know, or like keep up with the payments or you guys get what I'm saying here. It doesn't feel normal. And I think that that same thing can be said for somebody who is trying to live like they're from the fucking gutter 
in relation to the gym. Okay. I'm not telling you to live like you're, you're from the gutter, like all the time, but sometimes this gutter mentality can help your physique. So I started thinking about this. I said, this would be a great podcast topic. And I've hit on this in the past. You know, I've talked about this briefly and past podcasts. Yeah, man, go back to training like you're from the fucking gutter. Well, if you're not from the fucking gutter and you just start working out that way, how the fuck would you know what the gutter is? So I'm going to tell you what the gutter is. It's when you sacrifice comfort to build a better physique. It's when you stop relying on shit like pre-workout just to get your ass to the gym. It's when you stop taking steroids your first week into training. It's when you can go back to TRT and try to become the best you can with just TRT before you go back to anything to do with a blast. Because sometimes, a lot of times, when guys are on a blast, they're too weak. They're too soft to be doing a blast. What is that doing for you, bro? You're fucking soft. You're living soft. Meanwhile, there's someone fucking natural that looks 10 times better because they're putting forth the work ethic and they're into the routine, and they're into doing the patterns that create a great physique. Everybody can want something. Anybody can get motivated for 10 minutes by watching a video, right? But eventually, what happens is, is this stuff's not new anymore. And it might get a little harder to get motivated. So, the patterns in the routine is what makes the physique change. It's, it's It has... You almost have to be a fucking numbskull, just a stubborn numbskull in a way to continue to go through this, to not overanalyze things and stop and be like, well, what about this? Well, I mean, I could eat my can of tuna fish, but I think I'm going to have to stop at the store and and, and get a filet mignon. I mean, steak would be better. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Steak would be better, right? But if every time you're faced with these choices where you have to overthink everything Even that in itself is making you weak. So a lot of these things in life, they can come into our mentality and just fuck us up, you know? I think that driving home the basics and and being consistent is a lot more important than any sort of specialized workout, any sort of like little trick that might be up somebody's sleeve or something that they think is a trick. There are no secrets. That's the secret. There are no secrets. But yeah, I think that eventually you just, you have to go through the patterns and emotions and you have to just, you almost just have to get more basic with it. So like when I say basic, I'm not talking about basic in the terms that a lot of people are like bench, squat, deadlift, basics. I'm talking about basics just in the way you think about things and the way you lift and in the routine. I mean, sometimes these routines can be so over-involved that It's just not realistic for some people. You know what I mean? At the end of 45 minutes of hard training, if you've hit that wall and you feel like the other 20 minutes of the workout is just miserable, it's just you stop enjoying what it is you're doing, then it's probably not a good workout for you, right? You probably need to keep it a little bit more basic, a little bit more brief. Now, I mean, maybe at the end of 45 minutes, you're on fire. You don't want to get the fuck out of the gym. I don't know. That's good. But anyway, so yeah, yeah, just uh, sometimes, like, I want you to think, if this is you, and this has been me in the past, I'll admit it, this has been me, I've let so much stuff combobble my mind and distract me sometimes that it's like I know something's off, but I'm just too dumb to put my finger on what it is at that point in time, right? Because, you know, sometimes 
we we um we don't understand like what's going on right because every day becomes so routine and and routines aren't always good that's another thing people are wasting their time with bad habits and bad routines you think all these people that just randomly check their fucking cell phone are checking their phone because some they actually got some notification that they actually got a message no it's a routine it's a habit to look at their phone. They can't go for more than three minutes without looking at their phone because something would feel out of place. No, what's out of place is the fact that you're so fucking addicted to this goddamn thing that you can't put it down. And that's evident in gyms. Everybody in the gym is looking at their fucking phone. They can't, they can't even get to the set. Fuck, some of them can't even get in the gym. I see them in the car in the parking lot. Like I'll pull up next to somebody in the car. And they, they're looking at their phone. It's like, dude, put the fucking phone down. Get out of the car. Walk in the gym. Lift. You cannot free yourself from these addictions for one hour a day. You're a fucking slave. You're a goddamn slave. Now, I'm kind of a hypocrite because I do use my phone to train people and to communicate people. Or communicate, communicate people. Communicate with people. All right? Th- that's kind of different. Some people, they need their phone for work. It's not always easy to escape work. I chose to make a, a part-time business out of an internet thing and a, and a training. So I have to have it. But guess what? It doesn't mean I have to have it for an hour that I'm in the gym. So, you know, I, I look at things like as the years have gone on and how much more complicated it's gotten in a way. Like, like I start. <laughs> some of you probably know what the fuck I'm talking about. I started with a Walkman in the gym. With cassette tapes. My first cassette tape was Michael Jackson's Thriller, by the way. When I was like, I don't know, seven or eight years old. Uh, wasn't listening to that in the gym, though, right? It was more like Metallica and uh, Pantera, stuff like that. Um, but anyway, where was I going with this? I don't know why I felt the need to tell you guys that. You know, now you know a little something about me. JD's first cassette tape was Michael Jackson's Thriller. And um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... It took more work to get to the song you wanted with a cassette tape, right? Forward, stop, play. Forward, play. Rewind, play. And some of the ghetto Walkmans didn't even have the rewind feature. You had to flip the fucking tape upside down, or not upside down, but the opposite way, and just hope that that song lined up with a song on the other side, right? So it was a pain in the dick to go to different songs. And you damn sure weren't going to sit there between your sets as rewind, play, Rewind, play, forward, play, flip the tape, play, right? Because that would take too fucking long. And you damn sure didn't have those kind of patience. You would you would have gotten like laughed off a piece of equipment, right? People would be like, dude, are you going to lift or what? I carried that big bulky son of a bitch on my waist. You know, some of the good ones had the clip to put in your waistband. And then some people wore fanny packs. <laughs> oh, man. Now I feel like an old fuck. But then, right, so like... I was not with the times when CD players came out. Like, it took me forever to get into CDs because they were still making cassettes for a long time, right? And cassettes were usually a little cheaper. And I was just so used to cassette tapes that I just didn't fuck with CDs for a while, man. I didn't get into the CD game for, like, years after CDs were out. But then when you had the portable CD player, Jesus, man, now this thing's even... It's wide. It's even bigger but now we have the ability to flip to our favorite songs. Flip right to them. The songs start from the beginning. As some of you, and maybe me, 
Might have gotten just a little bit more distracted. And then iPods came out, right? And some iPods had the screen that told you what song you were on. I have one called the iPod Shuffle. I'm glad I have that one. I just shuffled through. I didn't know what was going to play, but I could mix up the, the music. I didn't have a screen. But with the iPods, it got a little more distract, right? Because now you have the ability to hear different albums at the same time, right? With the CD, it was one album. Now you can mix it up. If I want to hear a rap song and then go to a metal song or a country song or whatever it is you listen to, you now have the ability to do that. You see where I'm going with this? So you got a little more distracted. Now we have cell phones. Well, now where you're looking through your music, you can respond to text messages. You can text other people. You can work. You know, you, you can do a whole bunch of things. Check your email. You can do all this shit because it's right there in the palm of your hands. And now we're really distracted. People are like goddamn zombies, man. Like if you ever like, if you put your phone down, and you try to like do like a phone detox and you just look around at how many people are walking around with their face in their phone. They're oblivious to the outside world around them. I'm so glad I'm not in the dating game anymore, man, because people are so distracted that they couldn't even give you the time of day. Then they wonder why they're fucking lonely. People wonder why they're depressed. Well, you're letting bullshit run your life. Okay. And it's not just the phone. That's one example. Social media. Okay. I'm not talking about John Doe bodybuilding where I'm releasing things as relate it relates to articles and podcasts coming out and whatnot but i'm talking on the fact that you can go to anybody's social media and see all these nice new things okay this person just got a new car this family just went on vacation this person got a boat this person bought a new home and in your mind you could think man my life fucking sucks what am i attaining Everybody's getting all this stuff, but somehow in your mind, you tell yourself that I deserve all that shit. Everything I just saw on social media, I deserve that life. I need to travel right now. I need to get a new pair of shoes, a new car. Like basically we have a lot of hood rich motherfuckers that are posting shit on social media to portray this perfect little life. And even like the way they look, right? I mean, like there's, I think there's like programs now that can make you look damn near perfect in live chats, okay? And the only way that you can really tell that anything is off is if somebody moves like really fast, it'll glitch a little bit. But the people are, they're familiar and trained to recognize this. So they know how they have to move and speak to avoid this. So it literally is a fake person, okay? But the long and short of what I'm trying to explain here is you have all this shit that's fake that's just not fucking reality. And in your mind, you're telling yourself that your life sucks. All right. And I think that if you can avoid a lot of these distractions and go back to living like some of this stuff didn't exist, which guys, I know it's hard. It's fucking hard, man. It's your environment. We're, we're surrounded by it. That's why you have to, sometimes you have to be the lone wolf, you know, or you have to hang out with people that are strong enough um, that they also don't fall victim to this. And unfortunately, those people are few and far between. I think about like what it takes to actually be a hard motherfucker, right? And I'm not talking about hard versus soft, like it's just some facade or um, you lack compassion. I'm not talking about that, right? I'm talking about like 
If you hung out with a bunch of fucking crybaby sissies all the time, all they did was just bitch, 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 but they never did anything about it. And you were their shoulder to cry on. Guess what? Eventually you'd be a fucking crybaby sissy because that's what you're accustomed to being around, right? If you're a loner, you're not around that shit. And quite frankly, in the past, I kind of was a loner and I kind of still am. With the exception of like spending time with my family because I don't want to get brought down that easy. I feel like a lot of people and a lot of things with society can bring people down if you're surrounded by it too much. Okay? Fast food, for one. Yeah, it's just, I think that if you go back to living with the basics, in terms of everything sometimes, you know, nutrition, you don't always have all these options. It's like, hey man, you hungry? It's uh, it's it's fish or fish, <laughs> you know? It's not a hard decision, but I don't like fish. I can't do fish. I can't do fish. Why the fuck can't you do fish? Does fish make you throw up? Are you allergic to fish? Oh, I just, I don't want to eat any more fish. I don't like fish. I'm not understanding where you're coming from because that's not what I came from. I'm the guy that came from the land of eat fucking fish or eat fish or don't fucking eat, right? Or tuna fish, you know? That's even worse. Because sometimes your mind just, it just correlates it with rotten pussy. It's just terrible. If you go with albacore, it's a little better. But you go to that cat food shit, man, it, it takes a lot of discipline not to think about like just rotten hooker crotch. All right, so another thing you got to understand when it goes back to wiping the slate clean. Yeah, let me talk about that. Let, let me bring that back up. Wipe the slate clean. You have to take the hits as they come with it. Not every day is going to be a jump for fucking joy. And not every time you're in the gym, you got this super monster pump from, you know, super pump fuck 5,000 pre-workout or anything else. It's not always going to be like peaches and cream, man. There's going to be days where you don't want to fucking go or you don't want to do this next exercise. Or maybe, you know, a bent over row or a deadlift feels like the earth because you're kind of wore out because maybe you've been dieting. Just deal with it. It's like the food, man. When you think that you don't want to do an exercise because you, you don't feel like it, think about the, the, the example I just used with someone that doesn't want to eat fish. But can you? You just don't do fish. All right? Are you going to be that guy that day that just doesn't do a one-armed dumbbell row? Think about the fish analogy. Is it going to make you throw up? Okay, is it going to make you pass out? Is it going to make you hit the gym floor and have to get brought out on a stretcher? No. Is it just something that's a little bit hard that you don't want to fucking go through? Then you rise up, you get the strength to do it, and you do the fucking sets. You have to take the hits as they come. You're not always on top of the world in the gym. But you have to. Some days are just better than others, bottom line. But, again, routines and patterns, guys. Routines and patterns. I might not want to, Jesus Christ, man, 70% of the time I go to the fucking gym, I don't want to go to the gym. If I did what my body told me I needed to do, I sit down and eat a tub of ice cream and jerk off all day. That's what I do. Not at the same time. That's just fucking nasty. But uh, yeah, just routines and patterns. Take the hits as they come. Stop relying on these crutches, okay? Stop being over-reliant on certain things. Or, or I don't care if it's steroid supplements you know, uh, foods that taste a little bit better to you, anything that it is, stop fucking relying on it. Wipe the slate clean. 
Go back to the basics. Am I getting one gram of protein per pound of body weight a day? Am I getting clean, good quality foods a day? Am I overeating or am I undereating? Go back to the basics. It's not always, you know, it doesn't need to be as hard as, well, I could have six pieces of shrimp and a small four ounce portion of filet mignon. And then for the next meal, I could have some fresh fruit and, uh, you know, in a glass of milk. But wait a minute. No, regular milk has sugar in it. JD told me that fucking sucks. So I'm going to get lactate. But I don't like plain lactate. So I'm going to get some sugar-free Hershey's chocolate syrup. And I'm going to mix that in there with my lactate. Uh, and then um, I'll do a block of cheese because that's no carb. So at noon, when I cut out my carbs... Then it's okay to eat cheese. And I'm going to have cheese with every meal. You see what the fuck I'm getting at? You see how you can overcomplicate this by just letting your mind think too damn much? So, you know, stop relying on the crutches. For some people, cheese is a fucking crutch. For some people who are doing keto, bacon is a fucking crutch. You pussy. Anything could be a crutch. Anything. You know, you, you, you want to max out every element of training and nutrition before you add more. That's what wiping the slate clean is about. Max out every element of what it is you're doing. You know, max out the most basic budget healthy diet that you can max out. Max out the cardio aspect of things, okay? When I say max out cardio, I mean like um, if you're doing like say 45 minutes a session six days a week, all right? And it's, it's you're doing it regularly enough that it should burn fat, that it's not going to be, you know, catabolizing your muscle. It That's what I mean by, okay, that point, maybe at that point, you're maxed out on the cardio. It's not one of these things where you could be like, yo, why am I not losing any fat? I don't know, maybe I need clenbuterol. No, motherfucker, maybe you need to do what it takes to lose fat. Stop eating so goddamn much and do cardio. But if you're not doing that, this is, what I, this is what I'm talking about when I say people are getting soft. So many people are like, oh, maybe I should get Clen. Maybe I should get Winstrol. Maybe I should run Carterine. You know, or, 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 or any other of these uh, SARMs and peptides that, that are out there. Half of them I think are fucking bullshit. But maybe I should do it. Do you think I should add in this? No, I don't. I think you should do cardio. How many days a week did uh, cardio did you do last week? Well, you told me to do six, but unfortunately I couldn't get to the gym because of work. I only got three. Well, you're not maxing that out that element. So no, you don't need clen. But that's how people are now. Fucking weak. Weak. And I, I'm guilty of it too, man. I've been there. I've been that guy that's been like, oh, what can I add to this? You know, maybe I could get this and try to burn some fat. Rather than just look at the reality of things and be like, yo, you know, maybe you're just getting fucking soft. Maybe that's why you're not burning fat. Maybe you're just getting soft. Max out every fucking element of the regimen. If you're on TRT, get as good as you can on TRT before you add in a bunch of other shit. Just for once in your life, stop relying on crutches and say, hey, I'm going to get as good as I can on this 150 milligrams or 200 milligrams a week of testosterone, which still puts me at the upper limit of where like an 18 or 20 year old boy would be who wants to fuck somebody's brains out all the time. And I should still be able to get pretty impressive on that. The difference is 
is you're not as hungry for it as you used to be, possibly. You're not putting in the work that you used to put in. And the comforts of life have overtaken the desire and the motivation to be a bad motherfucker. That's the fucking problem. It's not the fact that you don't have the right stack. It's the fact that you're underutilizing everything that you're on because you've grown fucking soft. Max out every part of it. All right? Are you eating the right amount of nutrients? Are you eating clean? If the answer is no, I'm not, you haven't maxed that out and you don't need to add a bunch more shit in there. It's just gotten ridiculous. So, you know, go back to living hard and drop the distractions. And and really what I'm just trying to say is you live more pure. That's really what it is. And I believe there's a sense of freedom when you can live more pure and block out these distractions and all these bad habits and these bad patterns. You need to replace them with good habits and good patterns. You know, if you're the kind of person, right? Let's say that, that yeah, the 12-step program to shredded. Kind of like a 12-step, you know, AA program or something. I've never been to a 12-step program, but I'm going to come up with this right now. The 12-step program to shredded. Every week, you focus on maxing out and adding in uh, a new element, right? All right, right. So go with me on this. Uh, this is just off the rip. Week one. Stop eating out. Week two, five days a week of cardio. Week three, six days a week of cardio. Week four, drop the calories by another 400 calories a day. Week five, I'm starting to see a little bit of results. I'll add in some Anivar. Week six, focus on sleeping better. Try to get off the phone at night. Try to avoid being distracted. Week seven, only use the phone for phone calls and messages on an as-needed basis. Stop looking at the bitch. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, just come up with your own 12-step program. Fuck. I mean, I think that sounds like a great idea. Just get out a pen and paper and write down something new or something different that you're going to bring to the table as every week goes by. It could actually be fun. Maybe this could be motivating. I don't care if you got to change the workout every fucking week. You know, I will tell you that as you get further down in body fat, that a lot of people do do too much. All right. I'm not talking about the diet, but I'm talking about, um, well, most of them aren't dying hard enough. But when I say they do do too much, it's, it's usually never in the fact that they're, they're dieting the way they need to. But some people are. But they do too much in the gym and then their recovery is just shot. And then at this point, it, it does kind of become counterproductive. And the period where you're making so many sacrifices just to lose that last little bit of body fat is very short-lived. And yes, it is very miserable. Okay, I've never seen someone that's that low in body fat that's really happy or not living off adrenaline and caffeine and high-strung as fuck. But uh, it's weird, you know, like you're high-strung. But you're still tired. You're wired but tired. It's, it's the weirdest shit ever when your body fat gets low like that. But yeah, <clears throat> you know, come up with your own 12-step program. Or, or just, you know what I'm saying? I mean, just just you max out every element of, of training. I believe if guys looked at gear like this, they would have so much better of a cycle. If they said, hey, you know, um, after four weeks, I'm going to add in this. And after eight weeks, I'm going to add in that. Right. Maybe the last few weeks I'll 
I'll throw in something like some some Mastron or, you know, Halo testing or something to harden me up. I, I don't know. Whatever. I'm just going off the top of my head here. But I think, like, it's instead of using it as a crutch or, or just hoping that the drugs are a way to get ahead and get better, the, the, the basics are covered, right? You're taking the basics so the wheels have fallen off. So now, every time you bring something new into the mix, you truly see the benefits of it. It's not like you're running all this shit, but you look the fucking same. No, it's every little thing that you do, you're looking better and better and better. Anyway, that's enough about that for today. I got to get to the gym and train myself. If you've never been to the site before, johndoebodybuilding.com. Check it out. There's a whole bunch of articles and other podcasts on there you can listen to, as well as some coaching options. Uh, maybe you just want somebody that kind of immerses you in this lifestyle or kind of gets you on a fast track to where you need to be going with things. Um, who's kind of been there and done it for a long time. And I can certainly do that. So there are coaching options there as well. Uh, with that being said, though, as always, train hard. And if you need to wipe the slate clean, man, then wipe the slate clean and go back to maxing out every little element of your training and your nutrition before you take on any more. Stop letting these little distractions and, and, and all these options and resources confuse you because sometimes it can. It can be confusing. That's the one negative about the online fitness industry is a lot of it can get confusing. And uh, we're trying to keep it honest and effective here at johndobodybuild.com. So with that being said, train hard, guys. It's JD, and I'm out.